The opinions expressed in this show are the views of the host and not necessarily that of WTRW, 94.3 The Talker, or the Bold Gold Media Group. The following presentation is paid for by NJC Investments, who is solely responsible for its content. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through Lee Baldwin and Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Portions transcribed. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Your Financial Future program with Nick Colarossi of NJC Investments. I'm thrilled that you've chosen once again to join us as we open up this week's doors to the College of Financial Knowledge. Our program originates this morning from the luxurious corner office studio right here at the beautiful Bold Gold Radio Complex, located high atop the hot, sunny fields of the West Mountain of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Our goal on today's program is the same that it is every Saturday morning at 9 a.m., and that is to help you to become a better long-term investor and to help you weather the investment storms of 2022 as we move on through 2022, seeing, I think, maybe for the first time, some light at the end of the tunnel. We had a big up week in the markets last week. I'll explain to you all of that, what's going on right now in our capital markets. We'll also tell you what is working right now in the investment worlds in 2022. Before we get to all that great information this morning, let me first introduce the man who makes this program and all of the other great informational programs that you hear on the talker on Saturday and Sunday mornings, and that is producer extraordinaire, Mr. D.C. Taylor. Good morning, D.C. Good morning, Nick. How are you doing? I'm doing well. It looks like a nice uh, weather weekend, too. Yeah, it's uh, it, it will actually, und- it will no doubt be summer this weekend. Not like last weekend where I think we got up Saturday morning and felt like playing some football. Uh, I was, I actually went to, after the uh, program last Saturday, I went to a baseball game. My son plays travel baseball and I felt like it was a November afternoon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it felt last weekend. But uh, this weekend it's uh, mostly sunny and near 90 today and tomorrow. Not too bad. Yes. Uh, We're looking forward to that. A lot of uh, good weather in front of us Uh and a lot of great information coming up on today's program. So I hope that you will stay with us the entire hour. I promise to make it well worth your while and you will be all the wiser for it. Just some housekeeping notes. If you have any questions on anything that we cover on the Your Financial Future program, you can always reach out to me, Nick Colarossi at NJC Investments, 570-586-5030. Got a lot of calls in last week, DC Taylor. Yeah. Always happy to hear from our listeners and help them in any way that we can. 
uh, reach out that way or through our website, njcinvestments.com. You know, we cover a lot of ground. We cover quickly here on the program, try to get in as many ideas and strategies as we can, but we only touch on the surface and not every investment is right for every investor. So you have to do your own homework. If there's something that you hear that you like, you need more information on, we can always get that out to you free of cost or obligation. Ring us up at any time again, 570-586-5030. You know, D.C. Tiller, we heard from economist Brian Westbury on last week's program. He did take down his numbers for the S&P 500. However, he still stayed relatively bullish, thinking that we could be higher in our markets at the end of this year because he said earnings are still coming in strong. Now, it is very important to pay attention. Right after the July 4th holiday, we will start getting second quarter earnings in. This is probably the most important earnings period I can think of in the last 10 years, DC, Mm -hmm. because we'll see if those earnings are holding up and what the projections are from our S&P 500 companies for the rest of 2022. If we see strong earnings, and they were very strong in the first quarter, Mm -hmm. and they pretty much forecast a good second quarter, if that holds up, I think the markets do go higher. If we start to see a lot of pullbacks uh, in forecasts for the rest of the year, then that could be a different story. But let's see how that goes. Brian Westbury thinking the markets could end up higher than where they are right now. And lo and behold, as bad as last week was coming into our program last Saturday, Mm -hmm. we had the worst week in the markets in two years. Yeah. Felt horrible, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Last week, almost a 6% gain. Nobody's talking about almost a 6% gain in the S&P 500 in one week. What's going on? Do you know? I, I don't know. Let me see what, Let yeah, me see if I can educate you. Yeah, why don't you? Yeah. I'll do my best okay. here. <laughs> so, um, Remember when Brian, we always play the Brian Westbury clips whenever we can get our hands on a new clip. And yeah. the first line he always says is, uh, one of our favorites. Uh, the, we are the uh, antidote to conventional wisdom. The antidote to conventional wisdom. So they kind of swim against the stream, right? Oh, they're, yeah. they, they're, they're giving you a contrary. They like to be more contrarian because when the herd's all going one way, more often than not, you're going to make money if you go the other way. Right. All yeah. right. Yeah. And I think that's a little bit of what's going on right now in our markets. We've pretty much told you to stay invested, but diversify your portfolios to weather 2022. I think this is a great time to be dollar cost averaging into the equity side of the markets that are so beaten down. And somewhere in here, we talked about this last week, you and I both think that it will not go on forever. Right. Our best guess. Right. It will get better sometime. We don't know that day, but this is a good time to be investing on a monthly basis with a fixed dollar amount. If you're already doing that, consider upping that right now while things are, in my opinion, in many cases, on sale. Mm -hmm. It's the only business in the world, D.C. Taylor. We always say it, that when things are on sale, people People don't want to buy them. Then why? Why is that? (laughs) So you have a beautiful shirt in the shop window, and you say, oh, boy, it's a $70 shirt. I'd love to have that shirt. Uh And then you see it go on sale for $49. You go in and buy that shirt, don't you? Right, of course. When stocks go from $70 to $49, I'm not buying that. There must be something wrong with it. Sure, right. Right? (laughs) These things are on sale. Train your yourself 
to buy low and sell high. It's hard to do. It's easy to say, but it is hard to do. Most people, when they feel bad, want to sell. Most people, when they feel good, want to buy more. If you can train yourself to do a little bit of the opposite of that, you will do well in the investment markets. My point here is last week we got a consumer confidence number that was 50%, That is the lowest on record. Wow. Now I'm hold that thought because we also in the beginning of the week had an investor sentiment number that came in with investors being more bearish, more afraid of the markets, more negative against the markets than they were in 2008, the financial crisis. They're more bearish now than they were then. Well, if you're contrarian to that, mm-hmm. If you want to, if you want to be the antidote to conventional wisdom, then you might start thinking, "Hey, this might be a buying opportunity." I right. will tell you honestly, DC. After last week, it felt like the bottom of the market to me. Now, I am not calling for a bottom. I don't know where the bottom is. We, right. It may be, or we may have months more. I don't know, but it felt like it did at the bottom of the market in two thousand and eight. Okay, yeah. and it feels really bad. Uh-huh. Sometimes that's the time to really start having that shopping list ready. If those quality, and that is the key, quality investments come down to a level that they are, in my opinion, in many cases right now, you don't have to go in 100%. Maybe you go in 10 or 20 or 25% now and then take a month and look again. Mm -hmm. But that's uh, something that I would strongly consider in this type of a market. You know, this time last year, a lot of investors, a lot of analysts were saying the market is overvalued. Maybe that was the case because the P.E. ratio, the price to earnings ratio on the market at that time was about 24 times earnings. And all that means is you take the price of a stock, divide it by the earnings of a stock, and that gives you a P.E. ratio. The average is 17 to 18 times earnings on the S&P over history over a long time. Right. Well, we were 24. Yeah. That's pretty much high above that. So we were expecting earnings to keep exploding. They kind of, they had, they were good, but they weren't good enough to keep that PE ratio. Mm. Well, the PE ratio, lo and behold, has now fallen from 24 down to 16. 16 would suggest that things might be on sale. They're a little bit lower than the historical average of the S&P PE, we'll see right. as earned. That's why I say earnings are so important. People are starting just at the tail end of last week. I started to hear some of the talking heads, some of the analysts. Well, we're not as negative as we were. We're still not positive, but things are starting to ease up. You saw the 10-year treasury yield come down. That helped the NASDAQ stocks rebound a little bit. So hopefully what we saw last week at the tail end of the week, finishing up again, almost 6% in the S&P 500 in one week. Now we've done that before in this bear market a couple weeks, maybe about a month ago, we had a 5% week mm-hmm. plus, right. and we'll see if yeah. this is a one-off or if we're starting to uh, reverse the trend. Stay tuned here to the Your Financial Future program. Every Saturday morning, we'll be giving you not only that report card, but the earnings reports will be coming in before you know it. Good. Thanks again for tuning in to the Your Financial Future program on 94.3 FM, The Talker with Nick Colarossi of NJC Investments and Mr. D.C. Taylor of Bold Gold Radio fame. Thanks for allowing us to be the soundtrack 
for your early Saturday mornings. You know, one of the analysts I saw last week, DC, that was getting a little bit more bullish on the markets, her name is Nancy Tingler. She comes on uh, Fox Business Mm -hmm. often on Fridays. I caught her Friday morning. I think it was with Stuart Varney. And uh, he was talking about where should we be putting our money now if we are investing. And she said, look for companies with strong earnings growth momentum and also companies that are paying dividends, strong dividend paying companies. So this is public information. I'll share a little bit with you of what Nancy Tingler, it's Laffer Tingler, and you can look this up on just Google L-A-F-F-E-R-T-E-N-G-L-E-R. And uh, she's well-known on Wall Street. What they are buying right now, I have their 13F filings, which means they have to uh, tell everybody at the end of the quarter what they were purchasing. This goes back to March 31st. Their top buys in the market were KKR Real Estate, symbol PRN. They were buying Ford Motor Credit. Um, This is PRN. LHX is L3 Harris Technology, UGI Corporation, UGIC is the symbol there, and Aptiv PLC, symbol is APTV. These were the top buys last quarter for Laffer Tingler, and their top holdings currently in their portfolio. Number one is Apple. Number two is Microsoft. Number three Danaher, that symbol is DHR. I think everybody knows Apple and Microsoft by now, right? Sure. AAPL and MSFT, if you must, right? Right. Okay. Then they had uh, some Broadcom, and these were Broadcom. They are actually buying the bonds in Broadcom and also Pioneer Natural Resources bonds. So uh, some ideas on what at least one market analyst is buying right now. Again, she's looking at companies with strong earnings growth. We should see that over the next few weeks. Hopefully we do see that strong earnings from our major corporations. We'll be paying close attention to that, but also some dividend payers. She did mention one area of the market she expect to overperform going forward, and it has underperformed because we covered this just a few weeks back, DC. Mm-hmm. Remember the cybersecurity stocks? We looked at some of the cybersecurity ETFs. Tingler believes that the cybersecurity area can grow earnings at least 30% going forward. So she's focusing in that area. And uh, I told you, our company alone, just in the last month, had to update all of our computers to be uh, more secure against cyber attacks. So we had to upgrade all of our cyber security, and we're just a, a boutique firm, right. right? How about all of the companies in the financial world? I'm sure the SEC and FINRA, that's who came down pretty much laying out the groundwork for us. I'm sure that is going on not only throughout the financial world, but all over. The cyber attacks are getting more dangerous, Mm -hmm. more frequent, and you can't afford to have your identity stolen anymore, DC. They can wipe you out. And if you're dealing with assets, you have to be uh, 10 times more careful. And and that's what's going on. So some some of the cybersecurity ETFs that we mentioned a few weeks back were First Trust Securities NASDAQ Cybersecurity ETF. The symbol for that is CIBR, CIBR. 
And that, when we did it a couple weeks ago, DC down um, 18%. It's currently down 19%. So still okay. um, not performing well in 2022. Pretty much performing in line with the S&P 500. But uh, may, may just be something of value. I'm doing my homework here. We do not currently own any of these for full disclosure uh, at NJC Investments for any of our investors. But uh, we will do our homework and uh, see if it makes sense for any of our investors. That is CIBR from First Trust Securities. We did the Global X Cybersecurity ETF. Symbol is B. UG was down 15% a few weeks back, down 16% currently right now. That's the Global X Cybersecurity, BUG, great symbol. Yeah, uh, CIBR, BUG, and the, the last one's even better. IHAC is the symbol. I-H-A-K is the iShares Cybersecurity and Technology ETF. I-H-A-K is trading down 17% year-to-date. And a little bit more uh, to the downside than it was just a few weeks back. So we'll take a look at that, see if Nancy Tingler is correct, and that's an area to look at. We'll have the earnings coming out in just a few weeks. For full disclosure, we do own some of the companies she mentioned, Apple and Microsoft, UGI Corporation, and we do own some of the securities, not the debt of the Pioneer Natural Resources Company for certain investors at NJC Investments. DC, let's take a break right here. Don't go anywhere. We have a lot of great information coming up. So you can keep those pads and pens handy if you're listening at home, if you're on the road. Don't forget, you can always go back to our website, njcinvestments.com, or our podcast platform to hear replays of each of our your financial future programs are all there. Take just mere moments to download. Absolutely free. Yeah. You can hear any part that you like. Good. DC, let's thank our friends at Seidel's Restaurant in North Scranton for sponsoring this portion of our program. A great Italian-American bistro right here in your own backyard. Easy on, easy off from anywhere in the area. It's right on North Main Avenue. And what nightly specials they have. A great Italian-American menu that is actually a descendant from the iconic Prino's uh, Chef Rich Sedelnik, the last chef. At the iconic downtown restaurant in Scranton, Prino's has a lot of that in there. A lot of his own doings as well. They just put in a great outdoor patio, but whatever you do, make sure you check out this restaurant. In fact, why don't you pick up your phone right now? Get your reservations to Seidel's Restaurant. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Your financial future back after this brief message. Please stay with us. If you're searching for a special dining experience, Sedell's Restaurant is your home for great taste. Sedell's Restaurant is one of Scranton's elite fine dining establishments, specializing in Italian-American contemporary cuisines. At Sedell's, generous size entrees are prepared with only the highest quality ingredients. So whether you're having a meal for business or pleasure, it's sure to leave a lasting impression. Sedell's Restaurant has mouth-watering Italian-American contemporary cooking with a delightful ambiance. At Sedell's, you are certain to find unique specials for what you're craving. If you can't find an entree off their elaborate menu, just ask the chef. He can create an off-the-menu meal for you. At Sedell's, the owner is also the chef. Sedell's is located on the corner of Main Avenue and Tripp Street in North Scranton. They are now accepting holiday party reservations and on- and off-site holiday catering. 343-6544. That's 343-6544. 
Make it special. Make it Sedell's. Welcome back to the Your Financial Future program on 94.3 FM, The Talker. Thanks for staying with us on this beautiful Saturday morning, heading to July, DC Toe, last weekend in June, right? about that? Yeah, July starting What did you do with June? (laughs) It was here and gone. I know, right? (laughs) Wow. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm happy right now, though, because DC Taylor has done his mad dash down the hall, brought us back each a piping hot cup of coffee. And what is it that we have today? It's, it's one last week of uh, Jumpin' June Java. Jumpin' June Java. Very timely. I'm enjoying it. Caffeine and keep I, you jumping. It sure does. It'll get us through the rest of the program. And I'm looking forward to what we have for July next week. Yeah, but right. uh, for today, this will be great. And we urge everyone, hey, why don't you grab a cup of whatever it is that gets your early Saturday morning started Sit back and enjoy the rest of our program. And I told you to have those pens and pads handy if you're at home, D.C. Taylor. Yeah. And that's not a bad idea. I have some information. Don't forget, if you're on the road, you can always go back and hear our replays on our website or our podcast platform. But some information we talked earlier about uh, Nancy Tingler talking about earnings. And she, she mentioned some of the areas she's focused on. Look for Earnings uh, sustainability. She mentioned the cybersecurity area. We gave you some ETFs there. She also mentioned the dividend area, strong dividend companies. So I thought I would throw in some ETFs of dividend aristocrat type styles. You remember what a dividend aristocrat company is? It's a company that has raised their dividend for 25 straight years or more. That is correct. So big, strong corporations with good dividend payouts, raising them each year for at least 25. Some of the companies out there over 50 years of dividend growth, but that area has has performed better than the overall S&P 500 markedly. And I'd like to share two symbols with you. Again, we do not currently own these either. These are not suggestions from me to you to run out and buy, but maybe an area where you would like to do some homework in. And again, you can look up Nancy Tangler and Associates uh, on the internet, and you can look these up as well. And there's several different variations of these, a lot of different alternatives. I'll just share two with you. The first comes from ProShares, the ProShares S&P Dividend Aristocrat ETF. The symbol is NO. BL, that is down 11% year-to-date, performing better than the S&P 500. And the other I'll share with you today, and these are the two largest, I believe, is the Spider S&P Dividend ETF, and the symbol there is SDY, and that is down 6% year-to-date, very much better than the S&P 500. Right. So again, NOBL, SDY, there are many others. If you want to uh, do your homework in that area, that is one area that some analysts out there are focusing on. Okay. I'd like to turn now, DC, to our theme that we've been running pretty much for the last six months, and that is what is working in the investment markets in 2022. And I've given you the sectors of the S&P 500. Remember, there are 11 sectors in the S&P 500. And we've told you through last month, the best performing, there were three that were positive at the end of May. I'm going to do it just a little bit differently this week. I'm actually going to give you the ETFs. 
the symbols for the ETFs in the 11 sectors. Now, there are more than one. This happens to be the spider family of ETFs, very large um, ETFs in each sector. You can look for other variations in these areas. Certainly, there are alternatives, but for informational purposes, let me give you the ETFs of the 11 sectors in the S&P 500 over the last six months and how they've performed. And then I'll give you one surprise. Mm -hmm. There's only one that was up in the last month. And I think you'll be very surprised to see which one. All right. In the last six months, the S&P 500 ETF is the SPY. If you wanted to do the S&P 500 as a whole, the ETF SPY is down 19.1% in the last six months, not year to date, so we're not quite there, but in the last six months, the materials sector, that the material select sector ETF is XLB from the Spider family of ETFs, down 15.8% in the last six months. The communication services sector, XLC, down 29.1% in the last six months. Next up, the best performing sector by far over the last six months in the S&P, the Energy Select ETF is XLE, energy doing well through the last six months, tailed off a little bit over the last month. I'll share that with you at the end, but up 28.7% in energy over the last six months. Financial sector ETF is XLF. That's down 19% in the last six months. The XLI is the industrial select sector ETF. That's down 16% in the last six months. The technology select sector is XLK, down 25.1% in the last six months. The consumer staple select sector ETF is XLP. The consumer staples only down 4.8% in the last six months. Real estate select sector ETF XLRE is down 18% over the last six months. The utility select sector only down 2.72%. And the symbol there is XLU in the Spider ETF family, XLU down 2.7% over the last six months. Two to go, DC. The healthcare select sector, XLV, down 8% in the last six months, better than the S&P 500, of course. And the worst performing sector is the consumer discretionary select sector, XLY, was down 29.3% in the last six months. Mm. However, the XLY, the consumer discretionary select sector, is the only sector that was up over the last month, up 2.7%. Now, the best performing sector we gave you over the last six months, Energy Select Sector XLE, up 28.7% over the last six months, but in the last month, down 16%. There may be a, a change going on in our markets to pay attention to and that's why you have us on saturdays right tune in every saturday morning we'll update you the best that we can well dc taylor we have now come to my favorite part of the program where we'd like to catch you up on where we stand year to date in our capital markets as of june 25th 2022 but before we do that you know that i always like to give you a hot tip 
on some of the best investments that you can ever make. That is investing in your family, investing in yourself, and investing in your own community. I'd like to start off today, DC, with one that caught my attention, and this will be this Tuesday evening at the Circle Drive-In on the Scranton-Carbondale Highway in Dixon City. Tuesday evening is a movie, mm-hmm. a throwback, <laughs> National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> All right. It's almost like Christmas in July. It's nice. close enough, right? How many times have you seen that movie, DC? Uh, let's see, 150, 160. I'm up there with you, <laughs> and it gets funnier every time, but here you have. This is great for the kids, the grandkids. Throw everybody in the car. Yeah. It's only $8 for adults, $5 for children. It starts. The movie starts at dusk. It doesn't say a time, so do you know when dusk is on Tuesday? Uh, Probably about 9 p.m. Is that right? Sure. Okay, I'd get just a little early. Get yourself some popcorn. Absolutely. This Tuesday evening, but you get a chance to see the the movie on the big screen. You don't get that very often. Love it. National Lampoon's Vacation. And one other, don't forget this Friday, this coming Friday, the Rotary Club of the Abingtons sponsoring the fireworks program. They're known for this. It's back Mm -hmm. on Friday from 5 p.m. That's July 1st, 5 p.m., $10, only $10 per vehicle. See how many you can shove into that one big vehicle (laughs) and get up to the Rotary Club of the Abington Fireworks. And that is, of course, at the Abington Heights Middle School, 1555 Newton Ransom Boulevard in Clark Summit, rotary2017 at gmail.com. If you want information, you can email there. That's Friday, July 1st at 5 p.m. All right. Nothing better than fireworks, DC. That's great. All right. Your family loves that. Yes. All right. Get out and enjoy. All right. What do you have for us? Uh, let's go south to Wilkes-Barre. I cover, in the, I cover, cover the southern reaches. Uh, the Wilkes-Barre Farmer's Market's coming back. It's going to be every Thursday, 10 a.m. till 4 p.m. starting uh, this Thursday, June 30th, and running through the middle of uh, November on uh, Public Square. I love a farmer's market. That's absolutely the uh, Wilkes-Barre Farmer's Market coming back. Also, uh, Rockin' the River Concert Series, also in Wilkes-Barre on the River Common. Music and food from 5 till 9 p.m., uh, three Friday nights in July, the 15th, the 22nd, and the 29th. Uh, a bunch of great bands. They're mostly like uh, local-type things you can check out. Um, visit Luzerne County. Uh, you can check out their Facebook page that you can find out all the bands that are going to be there and schedule of events. And one more thing, uh, the Scranton Wilkes-Barre rail riders are back in town, back at home at PNC field starting this Tuesday through next Sunday. So June 28th through July 3rd, get your baseball, your tickets to uh, go see some local baseball right, uh, right here in our area, PNC field with the rail riders taking on the Buffalo Bisons. That's always a great night out. Those are great events, but especially the rail riders this Uh time of year, if you haven't been to that stadium, it is one of the nicest stadiums you will ever attend a baseball game at. Just very relaxing Uh and uh, highly recommend it. Make sure you support our local community and you enjoy with your families and with your friends. Yes. Thanks, T.C. Taylor. Time to get back to finance. Here's where we stand in our capital markets as of June 25th, 2022. The Dow Jones Industrial Average down 13.7% on the year. The S&P 500 down 18.4%. If you recall, D.C. Taylor, last time we talked, it was over 20%. Mm -hmm. Right. um, Which slipped into a bear market, that minus 184 
Um, I don't think they consider you out of a bear market until you go higher, but uh, mm-hmm. out of we'll call it out of bear market territory or not quite as bad as last week. Right. All right. Yeah. And NASDAQ is still down 26.3% year to date. The 10-year Treasury yield has fallen down from the 3.6 area down back down to the 3.1 area, and that helped the NASDAQ recover a little bit of ground last week, and oil is down as well. Now, it was up a little bit on Friday, but trending lower, got up over $120 a barrel, you remember, not too long ago, now trading at $107 a barrel. If those numbers, those inflation gauges continue to dribble down a little bit, that could, it just could help the stock markets. We'll have to wait and see how that plays out. But all in all, DC Taylor, pretty good bounce back week after a very bad week the week before. We'll see as things go. It'll quiet down, I think, as we go to the July 4th holiday, not too far off, not too many business days between now and then. And then when we come back from that, we'll pick up with second quarter earnings. They are important. Let's see if earnings are continuing to grow and if companies are positive or negative on their forecast for the rest of 2022. That will be important. We're starting to see the Fed kind of maybe not be as aggressive on raising rates. Who told you they would not raise 42 times like they said? (laughs) I believe you did. I did. I still believe, I strongly believe the Federal Reserve will be out of the way as far as raising rates before the midterm elections. If that is the case, I think once the Fed, once we know that they're coming closer to the end of the rate hikes, I think that can benefit the markets as well. We'll see. Okay. Well, DC, let's take our second break right here and let's thank our friends at Montrose Motors. Passed right by there the other day, DC. Beautiful town of Montrose, Pennsylvania. Nice. Great time of the year to take that short country drive. See the new Ford lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get the 22s and the 23s will start dribbling in, right? Yeah, right. What else do they have, DC? Uh, if there is a pre-owned vehicle you would happen to be looking for that's more into your budget or your needs, uh, they'll help you find exactly what you're, uh, what you're looking for. They'll sit down with a smile, have a nice chat, give you a nice cup of coffee, which we love. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure, I'm sure that my friends at Montrose Motors can make you that great deal on your next vehicle. So go check them out as soon as you can. The Your Financial Future program will be right back after these brief messages. I hope you will please stay with us. Looking for a dealership where you'll feel right at home the minute you walk into the showroom? This describes Montrose Motors to a T. You know, that Ford dealership in the great little town of Montrose, Pennsylvania? Not only do they have a great selection of new Ford vehicles in stock, they also have an equal amount of quality pre-owned cars, SUVs, and trucks. It's just a short country drive to the no-hassle Ford dealer Montrose Motors on Grow Avenue. Ask for Andy Bennett or Doug Thomas. These guys really have never met a stranger. You'll end up friends. Nestled in the rolling hills of beautiful Clark's Green, Pennsylvania, you will find NJC Investments, a capable small-town firm with local values working right here for the citizens of our own community. Whether it's retirement planning, college planning, or just building up that long-term nest egg, the advisors at NJC Investments have decades of experience helping your neighbors achieve their goals. Why don't you get to know NJC Investments too? You can reach us at 570-586-5030. That's 570-586-5030. 
and we welcome you to join us weekly as we broadcast the Your Financial Future program on 94.3 FM The Talker, Saturdays at 9 a.m. NJC Investments, helping to take the mystery out of your financial future. Securities offered through Lee Baldwin Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. This is the Your Financial Future program with Nick Colarossi from NJC Investments on 94.3 FM, The Talker. I'm D.C. Taylor. And, uh, good morning, Nick. How you doing? I'm doing just great, D.C. Taylor. The yeah. sun is shining. It's a Saturday morning. What could yeah. be better than that? Exactly. Yes, it's a wonderful summer weekend. Looking forward to the rest of the weekend. But before we get to that, I'm uh, going to look forward to the rest of the information we have to pass on here. Yeah, me too. But I want to remind everyone before we even do that. Don't forget to check out my pal D.C. Taylor weeknights on our sister station, 105-1035, The River. Great classic rock program. Plays all the big ones uh, that you'll love. I love it. I I love classic rock. You know, I have a very broad, diverse, uh, just like my portfolio, we diversify in all types of music. Sure. Um, But uh, I love classic rock, and you do a great job with all that wit and wisdom between the songs. I love it. Thank you. And I urge everyone, check it out. What am I going to hear there, D.C. Taylor? <laughs> I'm not going to hear Christopher Cross. I'm not going to hear the captain and Tennille, Sailing. right? None of that. Uh, no, of that. no I'm, I'm trying to push for a uh, like a Saturday morning or Sunday morning yacht rock type of show. But uh, yeah, they're not happening. <laughs> no, let's stay with the classical rock for you. You do okay. a great job. All right. You got it. Thank All you. Right. You're welcome. And back to finance, D.C. Taylor. I want to uh, just review a couple ideas we shared with you over time. I'm just looking back at how they're doing now, <clears throat> one uh, picking up and one down near the low of the year. And I like to have my shopping list ready, and I do have both of these on my shopping list. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will tell you, we do own these for certain clients at NJC Investments, certainly not everyone, and it's where suitable. Mm-hmm. So make sure you do your homework, and it's not a recommendation for me to you. I don't know if they're suitable for you or if they would fit into your particular portfolio, but if you need more information on them, you know where to find us. 570-586-5030. There are, again, several variations and uh, different investments in these areas, but I thought since I got a call from Pimco Investments a few weeks back saying this is the time to start investing in bonds that have sold off the worst bond market that I can ever remember. It may be the worst ever six months in a bond market, DC. Mm -hmm. And this PIMCO Income Fund, one of the world's largest, if not the largest in the mutual fund space, a four-star Morningstar Fund, P-O-N-A-X. We've covered it often on the program over the last years. Didn't do too much with it up until the last few weeks until PIMCO told me they thought it might be a screaming buy here. Of course, that is their opinion. Other people have other opinions, but they called me and said, this is the time that they think the bond market will start to recover. They don't, they're like me. They don't think interest rates will go up forever. And they think bonds can recover over time. The last time we talked about it, it was down 7.7% year to date. As of Friday, it was down 6.3% year to date, about one and a half percent gained to the upside in the last few weeks. This has a monthly dividend in the 4% range, and you can reinvest that dividend as hopefully it recovers over time. And then on the exact opposite end of the spectrum, let's look at the growth stock area, the most 
unloved sector of the investment markets this year. And let's look at a specific area, subsector in there, the semiconductor area. Why do we talk so much about semiconductors, DC Taylor? What are semiconductors in? Uh, pretty much everything. Pretty much everything is correct. There is a shortage going on right now. There's supply chain problems. There's been, you know, uh, slowdowns and uh, lockdowns in China and everything else has affected these markets. The semis hit pretty badly. We've covered several of the funds. I'm just going to do one today. And this is the First Trust NASDAQ Semiconductor ETF, FTXL, near the bottom of the, it, it was up 3.5% on Friday, but still down 31% year to date holds companies like Broadcom and Intel, Texas Instruments, Micron, Qualcomm on semiconductor. So a lot of names you would know in there that have underperformed, and that was one of the best performing sectors over the last few years. We'll see if it can get back on track. So you may want to do some homework in that area as well. And when we do things like this, when we're looking at sector funds and bond funds, it's a part of an overall portfolio. And again, work closely with your own financial advisor to see if any of these type ideas are suitable for your portfolios and do your own homework. You know you better than we know you. Right. All right. Thanks again for tuning in to the Your Financial Future program with Nick Calarasi of NJC Investments, helped very ably along by Mr. DC Taylor of Bold Gold Radio fame. And thanks for helping to make us the number one financial hour in all of Northeastern Pennsylvania and beyond. Don't forget, you can check us out on our podcast platform if you miss a program you can always go back and hear that but how else can you listen to the program on saturday mornings if you're traveling dc taylor uh if you get the radio bold app for your mobile devices r-a-d-i-o-b-o-l-d uh get radio bold on your uh, your phone for instance and you can listen to the uh, live stream of uh, any of our radio bold stations including 94.3 fm the talker where you find this uh, this here program Every Saturday morning at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time or Eastern whatever Eastern Time. <laughs> Never a reason to miss the program, no matter where you are on the planet. Right. Thank you, DC. Uh -huh. I want to fit in something we did last week and I had so much, so many calls on this and so many questions. And yes, it is true. We did a hypothetical for you last week of a 40 years. So if you're just starting off in the investment world, um, you have a, a a child or a grandchild and mm -hmm. they're getting started, you can help them kind of understand why it's so important to be in these markets over time. There has been nothing better in my opinion. Let's just take a look at someone starting at zero and investing. Let's say it's a Roth IRA, $6,000 a year. That's the maximum under age 50. Of course, let's say you do that starting at age 25 and you go to age 65. Here is a hypothetical uh, using the exact numbers of a fund called the Davis New York venture fund. That's very, it's a, it's a moderate stock fund that is very close in returns to the S and P 500. In fact, in the last 40 years between uh, December, the, this actually runs from December 1980 through April of 2022. The average annual return, 10.86% year to date. Of course, down in 2022, like just about everything else. But over time, 10.86% 
is that snapshot average annual return. Now, of course, DC Taylor, when we do a hypothetical illustration, what must we say? That uh, past performance is not a guarantee of future results. That is right. As good as DC Taylor is, even he cannot tell you the exact future. (laughs) But uh, this is the actual numbers from the last 40 years, starting at zero, $6,000 after year five. You had grown to almost $50,000 after year 10. You had grown, of course, this is assuming reinvesting all the dividends mm-hmm. and not touching, not taking away. Uh, after year 10, 178000 After year 20, 20 years, you had $1.1 million just by investing 500 a month in this portfolio. After year 40, if you stuck this out for 40 years at 10.86%, $500 a month brought you to? Yes. million. That's not bad for a retirement nest egg. Not bad at all. If you want us to do a hypothetical portfolio using your time period, your numbers, we'd be happy to do that free of charge at NJC Investments. Give us a call at any time, 570-586-5030. And just as an aside, DC Taylor, Mm -hmm. the way these things work out over time is times like this, when markets are down and you're sending in that $500 every month, you're buying at very low prices and getting more shares. Yeah. People say, Should I stop now? The markets are terrible. No, this is why they work. You have to be diligent over time. Having done this for about 30 years now, I see the power of a dollar cost averaging program over time. It's very, very simple. It's plain vanilla. It might be boring, but boy, has it worked in the past, DC. Oh, yeah. And uh, Nick, I see uh, the light blinking, uh, blinding us. It's the uh, studio hotline ringing. You know, when it rings this time every week, you know what that means. It must be time for Mitchell's mailbag. Yes, it is time for Mitchell's mailbag here on the Your Financial Future program. This is where we answer your questions. Love to hear from you. Send that email to Nick at NJCinvestments.com and put in the subject line Mitchell's mailbag. That way we know who to uh, forward all those emails to. It would be uh, Mitchell Dimitrik, our, our always intern, uh, keeping track of all the questions. Mitchell, how are you? DC, Nick, how are you both doing today on this beautiful Saturday morning? We're doing great. Isn't it a beautiful day? DC has dialed up very nice hot summer weather for us here. The first uh, official weekend of summer, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. This will be the first the first weekend of summer. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, we're looking forward to that, uh-huh. and uh, certainly before we get to the high heat of the day, we're looking forward to your questions. Oh, great! Well. You know, you've called the right person because I'm, I'm, I've got three and I'm ready to go. All right. Well, let's uh, get right into it then. Question one. Go ahead, Mitchell. All righty. Question number one comes from Carl in Dunmore. Carl asks, is it better to invest my 401k at work or a Roth IRA through my broker? Carl, thanks for listening in Dunmore. I think you need to do both. The, we always say the first place to start is your 401k. Why? Because generally and usually your company will match you in some way. And we call that free money, DC Taylor. If the company's throwing into your 401k, if you're putting money in. Uh Also, you're getting tax-free growth and you're getting that money out of your income before taxes are paid, meaning you're lowering your taxable salary to do this. So it's a win-win-win all around to do it in your 401k. If you can max that out, max that out. 
It didn't say how old Carl was, but if you're age 50 or under, you can still, on top of that, put $6,000 a year into a Roth IRA, which is the best type of account if you qualify and there are income limits. So check with your financial advisor or give us a call at NJC Investments. We can help you with that. I think that's one of the best types of accounts you can have after a 401k account and you can do a combination thereof and once you're over age 50 dc taylor uh-huh. you can go up to seven thousand dollars per year those are the the best two types of accounts to have after that you can look if you have children grandchildren you can look at five two nine plans you can look at annuities you can look at retail accounts afterwards there's a lot of different ways to go after but your 401k first your Roth or traditional ira second that's my opinion all right well let's get right on to question number two in mitchell's mailbag go ahead mitchell Alrighty. Question number two comes from Ron in Wilkesbury. Ron asks, since we have entered a bear market on the S&P 500, what is the average loss for the S&P 500 in bear markets? Ron, thanks for listening in Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. The average loss in a bear market is 36% on the S&P 500. And DC Taylor, we were just down over 20%. So we're not far off of that average loss in a bear market. Right. And the bear market, since uh, 1950, there have been 10 separate bear markets. And it takes about to get to a new high. And every the good news is, DC Taylor, mm-hmm. after those 10 bear markets, yeah. each and every time the stock market went to a new high. Okay. It took yeah. about two years, actually 25 and a half months on average. But the quickest one took only three months. That was back in 1982 to go from a bear market low to an all-time high in the market. You never know. Yeah. We can hope. Right. All right. But that's it. 36% is the uh, average bear market return or minus return. However, by contrast, a bull market has an average return of 114% during a bull market run. All right. So let's hope this bear market ends and let's hope that bull market begins. Okay, we got one time for one more question here in Mitchell's mailbag. Go ahead, Mitchell. What do you got? Alrighty, last but certainly not least, question number three comes from Rebecca in Old Forge. Rebecca asks Do you personally think the markets will be higher or lower at the end of this year? And is it worth starting a dollar cost averaging plan right now? Rebecca, thanks for listening in the pizza capital of the entire world or Old Forge, <laughs> Pennsylvania, right? DC? Sure. Yeah. Not too bad down there. Yeah. And uh, Rebecca, I, I'm going to say this. I'm an optimist, so I'm going to say, yes, I believe the markets will be higher at the end of the year than they are right now. I think they even have a chance of going positive. A few weeks back, DC Taylor looked like we were on the right path, and then we dipped down again. Now it looks like we're getting started. We'll see how everything plays out, but I will, uh, I'm will. i going to be on the side that says we go higher in the S&P 500 and actually positive by the end of the year. As to a dollar cost averaging plan, yes. If you haven't started one, start right now. If you can afford to start with just $100, do it. If you can afford $500, do it. You'll be averaging in at market lows, or at least recent market lows. We don't know where the bottom is, 
But along the way, you'll be getting more and more shares when the market's low. When the market goes higher, you get less shares, but it gives you a nice lower average cost on your investments, whether you do it in mutual funds, whether you do it in ETFs, you can do it in stocks, any of it. I think this is the time to either start or increase your monthly dollar cost averaging plan. If you'd like information on how to get started, give us a call at NJC Investments. We are big believers, 570-586-5030. All right. Well, there you have it. More of your questions answered in the uh, Your Financial Future program in the Mitchell's Mailbag segment. Please uh, send an email if you've got questions uh, to nick at njcinvestments.com and put in the subject line, Mitchell's Mailbag. And uh, Mitchell Demetric gets those uh, questions. He's Keeps them, keeps track of them all by topic, and gives us a nice, uh, nice variety every week. Thank you for doing that again, Mitchell. This week, BC Nick, thank you for having me on the show each and every Saturday morning. I'm looking forward to next week's questions. We are as well. You do a great job coming up with them. Do a great job for us every week. We hope you stay very cool today. I'm sure you will. You are the king of cool, and we look <laughs> forward to your questions next week. I'm looking forward to it as well. Enjoy your weekend and enjoy the nice summer weather. That again, Mitchell Dimitrik, our always intern on the program, even on the hot weekends, DC. Oh, yeah. He's uh, keeping us cool here with his great questions, and uh, we appreciate everything he does for the program. Yep. Look forward to speaking with him again next week. I think it's time for a break, right? Sure. Let's take our last break right here. A lot of great information. Don't you dare go anywhere. We have more information, more investment strategies to pass on to you. Your financial future with Nick Colarossi of NJC Investments back after these brief messages. I hope that you will please stay with us. Hi, this is Nick Colarossi of NJC Investments. Investors today are facing all new challenges. With recent market volatility, we've urged our investors not to lose sight of their long-term investment goals. It's times like these that can create opportunity because we believe true wealth is built slowly over time. Let us show you how that can work with a simple dollar cost averaging plan that can help you stay on track to meet those goals. If you would like to talk to us about getting started or updating your current investments to take advantage of today's market opportunities, give us a call at NJC Investments 570-586-5030. That's 570-586-5030. At NJC Investments, we are bullish on America and excited about our future. Securities offered through Lee Baldwin Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Welcome back to the Your Financial Future program here on 94.3 FM, The Talker with Nick Colarossi of NJC Investments. I am a certified retirement counselor and Mr. D.C. Taylor pushing all the buttons right across the massive soundboard from me here. And yeah. he is a certified do-it-all guy here <laughs> at the Bold Gold Radio Complex. All plus more. He does everything during the day and sweeps up on the way out the door at night. Yeah, right? might as well. There you go. Keep it clean. Well, you do a great job, D.C. I appreciate everything you do on the program. Thank you. It's my pleasure. How much time do you have left on the clock for me? We're just under five minutes here. Let's move along. I have another great idea. This one comes to us from michael foster we've covered him several times in the past always has some great 
ideas in the closed-in fund arena. Closed-in funds, very similar to mutual funds. However, when the amount of shares, there's a fixed amount of shares, when they are sold, they then trade on the exchanges just like a stock. You can buy and sell them at any time. And the title of this article from June 16th, you can look up the entire article on your own. It's on contrarianoutlook.com. The title is this 7.4% yielding fund profits as rates rise and pays dividends monthly. It's not 7.4% anymore, though, DC. It's gone up in price. So the dividend yield, when it goes up in price, it's, it's going down. It is. So you're seeing results already. Let's hope it continues for Michael Foster's pick. Right now, the dividend yield is 7.1%. It is in the REIT space, that is the Real Estate Investment Trust area. He says, as difficult as this market sell-off has been for all of us, it has left some attractive and discounted dividends on the board, especially in high-yield closed-in funds. He says, today we're going to talk about the Real Estate Investment Trust area. Foster says, landlords are by far my preferred way to invest in real estate, much better than buying a home and renting it out yourself, he says, unless you like replacing broken appliances and unclogging toilets. (laughs) All right, we'll go on. He says, uh, let's start with the rent checks that all the landlords are collecting, and rent is going. We talked about this, D.C. Taylor. Rent Uh is really going up in this inflationary environment, much faster than in the past. He gives us an idea of um, one real estate investment trust, and that is the Invitation Homes, I-N-V-H. This one owns thousands of single-family homes across the country with a portfolio of over $20 billion. And he said, that's good, but that's one area. He said, you should look at a diversification in real estate investment trusts. So he says, well, that's one good holding. Maybe you want to look at a more diversified holding like the closed-in fund from Cohen and Steers. And the name of this fund is the Cohen and Steers Quality Income Realty Fund, RQI. Now, we own neither of these Mm -hmm. four investors currently at NJC Investments for full disclosure, but I will do my homework in this area. Currently yielding at the uh, writing of this article 7.4%, but it is down to 7.1%. Still a very good dividend yield. That yield is paid out to you on a monthly basis. You can take a check. You can reinvest in shares of RQI. Now, RQI is a major holder of Invitation Homes, the one we just talked about. It's in its top holdings, but it also holds a range of other real estate investment trusts like data center operators and self-storage owners. So you have a diversified portfolio of income producing real estate. He believes in the management team from Cohen and Steers. This fund, RQI, may just may still be on sale down 25% year to date. But the nice thing about this, closed-in funds, DC, at the end of the day, they add up all the holdings, mm-hmm. and there's they're either trading at a premium or a discount to their net asset value. This fund has done well in the past and usually trades at a 15% premium to its net asset value. But at the time of the writing of this article, 
RQI was trading at a 4% discount to that net asset value. And Foster thinks this is a good opportunity. Again, if you're interested in this area, make sure you do your homework. If we can help you in any way, give us a call at NJC Investments 570-586-5030. We'll get you out all those deep details you need to make a wise investment decision. With that, DC Teller, I believe I hear the Baru Review music coming up in the background. That's it. And I want to thank you again for all of your hard work on the program. You're very welcome. And let's remind everyone, there is truly never a bad time to make a good investment. If you have any questions on our program today, you know where to find us. NJC Investments, 570-586-5030. Thanks again for tuning in this morning on 94.3 FM, The Talker. May God bless you and may God bless America. Make it a great week. We'll see you next Saturday. This has been a FilmWise presentation. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through Lee Baldwin & Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC.